today the church calls on us to focus our attention on the Holy Family and family life. Both seem to be under attack. You now sometimes when we look into the manger scene, we assume everything for the Holy Family was calm and peaceful and nice. And as a result, we fail to see the confusion, the trauma, the fear that they experienced. As we know, Mary and Joseph had just endured a long journey to Bethlehem from Nazareth. And they traveled approximately 70 miles by foot and donkey to get there while Mary was heavily pregnant. And when they arrived there, they went place to place only to discover that there was no room for them to stay at. And so Mary had to have her child in a cold, dark, and dismal stable. And then after that, only about a week or so after that, in our gospel passage that we heard today, we hear how Joseph is told in a dream that Herod is going to try to kill the baby Jesus and how now they have to travel and flee and escape to the land of Egypt. Egypt, which in some of my research was, depending on where they settled in Egypt, was several hundred miles that they had to travel again by foot. And when they arrived in Egypt, there was no refugee resettlement program like there is today in the United States to help make sure that their needs were being met. Instead, they had to find their own food, their own shelter. And when they finally become settled in Egypt, then the angel appears to Joseph again to tell him that Herod has died, and that they can return back to the land of Israel. But then, as we hear in this gospel passage, Joseph learns that Archelaus, the son of Herod, who was said to be more cruel than Herod, was ruling the land of Judea. And therefore, they have to travel back, even go further to the land of Nazareth. So as we can see, the Holy Family faced many serious challenges and many storms that they had to face. And yet, despite that all, they, they trusted and they remained faithful to Yahweh. So what about us? Do we have challenges in our life? So I said before, family life in our culture, if not under attack, seems to be having some serious challenges in our society today. It's becoming more and more difficult, as we know, for families to spend time together, to maintain that strong family bond that is so necessary, that is so essential in our society today. Even in the most traditional families, both parents have to work. And many times their job requires them to work odd hours or to travel, or to work evening hours, or to bring their work home with them. With an increase in divorce, single parents have to assume the role of both parents while maintaining gainful employment and doing all those other things to keep their families functioning properly. More and more grandparents are being asked and forced to assist in the raising of their grandchildren. And then there's the helping of the young people with their homework or going to school activities, sports or extracurricular activities after school that make parents feel like they are becoming more of a taxi cab driver when they get home. 
And more and more of these events are occurring on a Sunday, even a Sunday morning. Sunday is no longer a time like it was when I was growing up, when families rested, when they did things together, when they visited relatives. Instead, it's a time in which we, and I fall into the same trap myself, a time in which we try to catch up on our shopping or doing yard work or going to the office when nobody else is there or taking our children to different activities. We hardly have the opportunity, even as a family, to have a meal together. And when we do, everybody seems to be bringing their tablet or their cell phone there and are focused on that. Our culture today encourages everything to happen in such a fast manner. Instant gratification is the word in our society today. The focus is on making sure that I'm happy. The focus is not on the family. The focus instead is on me. In a very gradual and subtle way, our culture even is encouraging us to view our relationship with our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, our church, our spirituality, as being something optional, something that we should do at a time of convenience, something that should not be a priority because we can always kick the can down the road and develop it next week or next month or next year. So what can we do to have a more positive family life and to make sure that we're not placing our spirituality on the back burner? Well, obviously the first thing we need to do is to make sure that we are making a commitment to family life and to making sure that our relationship with our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ and our church is a priority. And then holding ourselves to that, not procrastinating, not making any type of excuses, not allowing that to be placed on the back burner. And if we fulfill that priority, then the activities are endless in nature. For couples, and I say this if I'm doing a wedding, I always encourage couples to do the small things that brought them to the altar a while ago, maybe some, for some a long time ago, maybe for some just recently, doing things that brought you to the altar together. And I say that because when people walk down the altar, I don't think, walk up to the altar on their wedding day, I don't think anybody thinks to themselves, well, a couple years I'm going to be getting a divorce. So what happens? I think it's because we start to take each other for granted, and I make that same mistake in my own marriage. So to prevent that from happening, again, what I would say is to do the small things that brought you to the altar. Small things, just by doing small things like holding hands together. We all have heard the joke that the difference between a married couple and a couple that's dating is a couple that's dating is holding hands. Married couple, very, very not so often holds hands. And begin doing those small things, those small surprises that you did for each other, for your spouse, before you got married. And don't keep records. Don't expect your partner to reciprocate. Instead, look at the small things that your spouse is doing for you now to make your life a lot happier. When was the last time you said to your spouse, you know what? That was a really great meal that we had together. Or, you know,
talking about the yard work or the things that happen around the house that we just say is a normal responsibility, things that we take for granted. Young people, I would encourage you to recognize the sacrifices, the small things that your parents do for you to make your life better, to make your life easier. And for parents, I would encourage you to listen to your young person. They are experiencing more issues, more serious difficulties than any of us had to do when we were growing up. And they are very knowledgeable about the world around them. So really listen to them and just don't discard them. As a family, I would encourage you to plan activities together and just not at vacation time, but doing plant, sitting down and planning things that you'll do together as a family, like playing board games or taking a walk together, doing simple things, maybe putting a puzzle together, just making sure that you're taking time and, and making certain that you're having meals together. Maybe volunteering here at St. Mary's Church for some activity or volunteering at a nonprofit organization. And if you do it, do it together as a family. And when you do it as a family, make sure that you're taking time to step back. Taking time to step back and taking a picture of your loved ones and the small things that you're doing together. And taking a picture not with your cell phone, but instead with your eyes and then storing it in the deepest part of your heart and the deepest part of your soul. Because if you do that, you can bring it back, you see. It won't be on some computer, it'll be in your heart. And you can bring it back from time to time. It'll mean so much to you. And as I said before, coming together as a family to Mass. As I said before, our society today is trying to convince us that our spiritual life is unimportant and it's optional. It can be developed at some point in time down the road. However, it's my belief that if we do that, if we're only deceiving ourselves. It can be very, very destructive. Because I would contend that our relationship with our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ is either growing, and it can grow very, very gradually, or it's withering. In other words, if we fail to keep our spiritual relationship with our Lord strong by coming to Mass, by receiving the sacraments, by maintaining an active prayer life, my fear is that one day we will wake up and discover that we have distanced ourselves from our Lord. And in terms of sporting activities, and I love sports myself. Now I know we all have the dream of our child or our grandchild receiving that college scholarship, or being the next Mia Hamm, or Pele, or Jim Brown, or LeBron James. But we also recognize that, if we're honest with ourselves, that for 99.99% .99 of us, that will never happen. And if it does happen, if they do get that scholarship, or if they do get that, have that sports career, at some point in time, that is going to come to an end. And where will their spiritual life be when that happens? The greatest gift, I would contend, that we can ever give someone the greatest gift that we can give someone is directing them so that they have an opportunity to acquire eternal life. The greatest gift is for them, for us to be able to help someone have the opportunity to acquire eternal life. And so therefore, I would say to you today,
to keep with your relationship with our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ strong and your love and keep your that relationship with your loved ones strong as well by going to Mass together, by receiving the sacraments, by maintaining a strong and active prayer life, and try to maintain a strong life with the members of your family by spending time with them, doing the simple things with them, recognizing, really recognizing and enjoying the simple times that you have to spend together. And I would contend if that if you do that, you will be richer than anything that money can ever, ever buy. Amen.